You're listening to Business Banter Podcast live from wherever Conrad's Yerba Mate addiction takes us to. The only show with truly unfiltered behind-the-scenes business talk. You're here, my dear listener, as an entrepreneur who's craving knowledge and advice. But whichever way you go, you either fall asleep or your bullshit detector goes off. Besides raw business talk and interviews with experts, you can expect us to spice things up a bit and throw in a touch of banter into the podcasting blunder. Real everyman's talk on topics ranging from China taking over the world to how can I replace coffee in my diet? You probably know the answer to that one. Be warned, no political correctness in this house. Enjoy the ride. Where are you getting your advice from now? Because you've been at it, you've been at, you've put in enough reps now that you're no longer a beginner. Like you're definitely, I've read your stuff. It's it's uh, better than my stuff was after the first year. So what's what's the like where where, where do you find those little pockets of wisdom so you can actually get better? Yeah, that's that's a good question to me. Um, so um, um, from from me, I even I think made a, a podcast um, episode now about it. That and that's also a question I wanted to ask you about. Is that mm-hmm. for me? I realized that when getting better at something, at some point, as you said, you kind of hit the also like the you know the end point is as to you know like there's mentors and you can't really get more from them so what i've tried to do is basically expand where i'm getting the the knowledge from so let's say everyone in the cold email space is mostly getting the advice from cold email experts i try to get that from also from negotiation books or experts like chris voss or something oh like yeah that. like oh love his book yeah like like yeah. stuff like that or like from some sales people or like from cold calling books or from from something that's like related but it's not exactly in that field yep. and has like a unique perspective and then that's why my, my episode was holding two conflicting ideas in your head um, mm-hmm. And this was a question I had to you, which is, do you think in general, like, let's say in, in cold email or in general in B2B copywriting, um, I would say cold email, let's say, mm-hmm. do you think it's more important to have like a fundamentals or background of, of marketing or of copywriting? And, and in general, do you think that... Neither. No, neither. Neither? Neither. No, Sales. You know, I mean, well, people need a background in sales. That's that's the most uh, specifically things that require a lot of conversation because copy, email copywriting specifically is about starting and continuing conversations. So it's exchange. Slightly writing newsletters. I have different branch of my company that you know my one of my business partners runs now that's does nothing but e-commerce. And that's the point there is to drive a click. It's still, uh, it's not conversational. There, mm. there is in uh, multiple exchanges and in B2B, it's there's selling involved. So you need to become really good at cold opens and you also need to be really good at selling. Like you talked before, like about places you go, like some of the, some of the things you do is like look at sales. 
Uh, but I think that I don't, and oftentimes if people like get into the space, they have to do their own selling. You have to close your own clients, right? You eventually have to get on the phone with them that requires sales. So I think that that's the most important skill set for sure. The rest of the stuff could be taught. Selling could be taught, but it requires a lot of reps. It's not like learning, learning science or physics, right? And when, if you learn physics, you can understand that if you drop something on earth, it's going to fall at a certain speed. If you drop something on Mars, it's going to fall at a different speed. And, you know, uh, uh, you know, hot things won't stay hot and cold things won't stay cold. If there's, you know, things like entropy, you can learn this stuff, but I don't have to go to space to learn it with email, with email. I could learn a lot of stuff without having to do it. I can learn story structure without writing stories. I can learn the frameworks and use it and apply it to email. I can apply negotiating tactics like uh, tactical empathy tactics for and apply them to email without ever having negotiated somebody's life or negotiated a big business deal. Sales though, there's no substitute for reps. Yeah, you got to go in there and do it to really understand it. And, and also to the discomfort, you know, it's still, it's still, it's the equivalent of a pre-crafted cold, uh, cold call script, right? So that's, uh, yeah, hands down. Like if I'm going to hire somebody, I'm going to hire someone maybe who's, who's, talking skills are good and his writing skills are good, but who, who, ha, who has at least survived in the sales pit before has, has had to pound the phones, has had to, you know, work it at a counter at a freaking uh, service desk at Best Buy. Like they, they, they've been in, in those kind of complex sales environments that are frankly unsettling. Hmm. I don't think anyone, like, so, ma'am, there's a, there's some strange ones out there, you know, like, oh man, I'm so excited about this cold call campaign I'm doing next week. <laughs> right. So, so you think you would rather have someone who's, um, who's been, let's say selling on their life on the phone and More in person and some sort and of in like, person and, but they have not really experience with copywriting or like, you know, writing mm -hmm. emails that like you would rather yeah. have them than someone who's a copywriter, let's say. They could be taught. They're more adaptable. They know how to read the room better. And that's, mm -hmm. uh, I mean, for me, I, uh, you know, I, I almost, almost failed out of English in high school and then ended up pursuing that as a degree in college. I have a bachelor's of science in English because the school I went to didn't provide bachelor's of arts degrees. And then I went into tech after that and didn't touch writing since. So it was just a degree that I got, but I spent time selling in a fortune 500 company. I spent time selling, you know, I had a lot of interesting trainers. My first, the first person that ever taught me how to sell was a, a boss at a, a laptop repair shop who was from Morocco and he had learned to sell selling melons on a street corner when he was 10 years old in Morocco. Like I so said, he was a street vendor and his, his salesmanship when it came to getting someone to, you know, pick up a hundred bucks to, to fix a paying $200 to fix a $500 laptop was stellar. He was so good. 
So, you know, and after that, I learned from, uh, I was working as a headhunter in a Fortune 500 company. And I had to do my own headhunting, so interviewing candidates as well as selling, trying to say, hey, are you willing to pay $30,000 to hire this person? So I had to learn about cold calling and about follow-ups and nurturing and, you know, dealing with gatekeepers and all of those, those aspects of things. Uh, that's when I first started cold emailing too, not knowing what it was, hmm. you know, done it pushing things out manually. Uh, you know, then after that, uh, I received mentorship in different places after that. One of my early business partners, Rich Thompson, he's a, runs an events company up in Seattle. Now he, uh, he was like one of these sales guys that will read like rip through five books a week. And just, he was super, you really had a, and, and he put in the reps. He would sit down. I was like, yeah, I, I learned this new thing in the book. So I'm going to put in reps with this new tactic. I'm going to put in like a thousand reps, like mm. just in the next couple of weeks. So I learned a lot from him. So like, the, like if I look at that trajectory, that if I didn't have that, I want to be doing what I'm doing now. Like the writing piece could still be taught. Like you can even take a not good writer, someone that's got bad grammar and they get writer's block and you could still turn them into a, a, a copywriter if they know how to talk. Because mm. good as you know, good email copy is conversational. Hmm. Right? That's what makes your copy better. Right? That's why you're able to make a living doing this now. It's conversational. There's nothing formal about what you write. In fact, it's actually, I think like, uh, almost, uh, aggressively informal. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but it's conversational. It's like, you know, let's have it, let's throw like a couple of drinks, juice up a little bit and talk about some shit. Maybe you'll buy something from me. <laughs> <laughs> right. I so. mean, because like, for example, ju just to, just to interrupt you a little bit, just mm -hmm. so that, you know, from, from my side, you know, you can look at me like, you know, when selling to people or in general talking to people, like, um, I realized quickly in business because I, I haven't been long in it. Uh, you know, I, I've done just like traveling and, and different things that were unrelated, but yeah. I quickly saw that like one of the only things that, I have like a weapon that I can use is, is, you know, kind of just like one honesty, like, you know, calling out some of the facts that probably people are thinking. Um, mm -hmm. And also like breaking out, drinking, breaking the monotony of what everyone else is doing. So even if it might not be like the best, it's still going to stand out at least, or it's going to, you know, maybe some people are not going to like it at all there's going to be some people who are going to resonate. So I was like, okay, I mean, I'd rather go this way and like double down on my strengths or somewhere I had, you know, a little bit of maybe edge of like making people smile. Um, then trying to like really first like learn, you know, like the, the other ways. Um, mm -hmm. so, so that's like how it developed for me. Like, yeah. I mean, it's, and you, you mentioned the travel, right? Like yeah. you're from Poland speak excellent English and write excellent English and you live in your way. Well, you're kicking it in Vietnam right now. 
I imagine you've traveled a lot of places, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, so, um, yeah. Like yeah, hitchhiked so, and yeah, just like crazy. Yeah. Crazy and, and that puts you in awkward conversations. So, and that, and that's where that skill set developed. That's, that's where, that's, that's where you had to take, you know, maybe a natural inclination, you know, uh, with people, you know, and, and interacting with people and like in an easy way about you're approachable. Right. But that's where you put in your reps. You've been listening to the business banter podcast. If your immediate reaction after listening to this episode is either fuck, that was some great advice. Can't wait for more. Where do I sign up? Or man, I had the same idea in mind, but I assumed it's just me being weird. Thank you for sharing. Or this bastard hurt my feelings, offended my delicate soul and should be banned from the internet. Then it means we're on the right track doing God's work. In that case, please like, subscribe, and do whatever is allowed by technology to support this show. Make sure to also bookmark the podcast page, business-banter.com. If you'd like to voice your opinion, ask a question, or just want to connect, shoot us an email at conrad at killercoldemail.com. Until next time, my friend, stay vigilant.